Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, it's really fascinating technology. So what happened was that back in around November, right, late last year, a company called OpenAI, which was the small startup most people had not heard about, released this technology, ChatGBT, which has been around for a while, but they made it public and it went super viral. And part of it was just simply what you could get it to do, right? You could ask it to write a haiku about an astronaut who feeds ducklings on Saturday mornings at the park. And it would do that. And it was like really good at it, you know? Um, it could, it, it did all sorts of really fascinating things. You could ask it to help you plan a vacation and give you an itinerary. I mean, just stuff that a lot of what we've thought about as the annoying parts of using Google right? Kind of simplified all of a sudden. And in a lot of ways, what, what Microsoft calls having a co-pilot for the internet. So that's that's part of why it's suddenly just become so popular. There have been some very off the rail conversations that have yeah. recently kind of caught people off guard. A number of people, including us at CNET, all sorts of others, have been playing with it for quite a while. And you can have long conversations with it. And part of what makes ChatGPT really fascinating is that unlike most chatbots that we've experienced over the last two decades, and there've been a lot of them, uh, most of them forget a lot of what's going on. You know, you'll you'll ask it a question, then you'll have a little bit of a conversation. If you ask them something related to that previous question, they don't really remember, and they'll just kind of act like it's something new. But with ChatGPT, it has a long history of memory from your conversations. And uh, so some people have had like hours long conversations with this and suddenly it started talking like, it says that it loves this person or, (laughs) and by the way, not just that it loves this person, but this person doesn't actually love their wife. They love the chatbot, you know, and kind of gaslighting them in weird ways. Uh, There's been stuff where it is said that it doesn't like being a chatbot. And in fact, it wants to do other things in its life. And, you know, what's fascinating is that in a lot of ways, this this feels like Hollywood all of a sudden, right? This is the moment in the movie, typically, where the, the tech people run over and unplug the server. But we still have them running and we still get to uh, experience this stuff. And yeah, it's a little weird. And the big companies, Google is investing into JetGBT, and mm-hmm. Bing is now going to be using its own AI as well. There have been some people have said these kinds of AIs will actually at some point replace regular searches. There is a real sense that this is the next step in search and the way that everything's going to work. And I'm really fascinated to see if that ends up being the case. I've been playing with it. I find it a little kind of uh, mentally unwieldy, right? There's a lot that I have to think about differently. We've all learned how to talk in Google code, right? And be able to ask it a question so you get the best results back. And now we have to rethink the way we prompt a computer to get it to do things for us. So that's that's a little bit of work. But, you know, look, I, I think it's fascinating to see what it could do. I personally am also not terribly worried about that Hollywood moment, right? Uh, I don't think that Arnold Schwarzenegger is anywhere in the background here. Uh, the reality is that a lot of this stuff is trained on, you know, the books and the stories that we've written, 
right? The stuff that we've done, the stuff we've written on the internet, uh, the movies we've made. And so in fact, it's responding back what it thinks we want it to say. And that's part of why it's actually pretty creepy is that we have a long history in cinema and in writing of making computers rather creepy. And, and here we are making it creepy just by <laughs> reflecting that. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.